Imagine for a moment how confusing, perplexing, uncertain it must have been for Mary and Joseph when they were living. We get an example of that today, of course, in this reading in the Gospel. When the angel comes to our Blessed Mother Mary and she's surprised. I love the description here. She was greatly troubled at what was said. Would not any of us be surprised by such a visitor from God, an angel? And then to have the message that was given, and then what would be all the consequences of that? Well, we would know from the prophecy of Simeon that Mary would have seven swords of sorrow in her life. This is the mother of God, the chosen one of God to be the mother of Jesus, and yet she would suffer confusion. She would suffer perhaps this whole sense of the unknown. And then imagine what it was like for Joseph to receive this word that Mary was pregnant and how confusing it must have been for him. How confusing it must have been when they were instructed that they must go back to Bethlehem and Mary was about to give birth to the child. Imagine the confusion, the perplexities, the unsettledness that that must have brought to them. Or when they needed to flee to Egypt to escape Herod killing Jesus. My brothers and sisters, to be a follower of God, we must expect there will be confusion, times of unsettledness, uncertainty, trials, and suffering. But the response is what Mary did. Mary trusted God. In this world we live in today where there is so much world frustrations, even war in the Ukraine and Gaza. There's martyrs even in Nigeria who are living their faith, their Christian faith, and getting persecuted. Other parts of Africa, in the Holy Land, and other places. The political tension between countries, the political tensions within our own country, which has brought so much confusion, unsettledness, and a real sense of restlessness, sometimes great animosity towards people of different viewpoints. Even in the universal church at times, there is great confusion, uncertainty, unsettledness. When there's a lack of clarity on something, and one such was this very week. Having received messages from various people, and myself reflecting upon the recent document coming from one of the offices called Dicasteries from the Vatican, and signed off by Pope Francis regarding blessings of same-sex couples and those in similar sorts of situations. If you were confused or are confused, perplexed, uncertain, wondering what's going on, you're not the only one. Even myself, I spent time this last day and a half in prayer and offering sacrifices 
for the hardship that any and all have experienced through this. But it also has given me a great consolation to spend that time in prayer and sacrifice. And the clarity that the Lord gave me is, we have nothing to fear because God is in charge of the church. Jesus Christ is the Savior which we are about to celebrate. When there are times of confusion, uncertainty, lack of clarity, what do we do? The invitation for us is to do like Mary and Joseph, draw closer to the Lord because we need more of the Lord to see our way through the trials and the confusions. So why was this particular topic confusing? Perhaps there are many reasons. A few are that often when we speak of blessings, it means giving favor from God. But in order for a blessing to be given by a minister, a blessing to be received, there needs to be good intent and the desire of, for one's life to be in conformity with what God has revealed, which we already know in Scripture and tradition, with Jesus as the fullness of revelation. And so, if it is the case that someone comes up, whether it's the example that's used here, two people in a civil union, for example, may they receive a blessing if they are sincere in their desire for repentance, because one cannot bless sin, but we can always bless sinners who are repentant. We're all sinners in various ways. We all need God's mercy. We all need God's love. But we should not come asking for a blessing nor give a blessing if one is adamantly opposed to being in conformity with God. It would be a sacrilege to do such a thing. My brothers and sisters, Part of the reason this has been so confusing is often when we speak about blessing of marriages, we associate that with the sacrament of marriage, which as divine revelation, scripture has revealed, and even the document from the Vatican has clarified, the sacrament of marriage is for one man and one woman who make a commitment to each other to live according to the will of God with an openness to life. Other such blessings are very, very different than that. Unfortunately, those outside the church and in some inside the church have tried to explain it in different ways or to misuse it in ways that were not intended. So I encourage us to draw closer to the Lord, to turn to him asking for grace and blessing for every single one of us, because we're all in need of God's mercy and grace. Yes, perhaps some of us more than others, but we're all in need of God's love, mercy, and grace. And God wants to bless us. He eagerly seeks us out. He comes to lay down his life in great humility and to become the sacrifice for our sins. And all we need to do is to say, God, I want to do your will. Or put in the words of Mary, may it be done to me according to your words. I invite you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for our brothers and sisters who may be experiencing great hardship.
confusion, unsettledness, wondering what Rome or the Pope is doing, we must pray. We must offer sacrifice for clarity. But be assured that whenever and always we stay within what God has revealed in Scripture and tradition, and we land and keep our feet in that place, then we are in God. And we are saying to God, I have come to do your will. Or as Joshua would say, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord.